Hi everyone, my name is Shauna from Rude, and you're listening to Strip Pink on Phoenix FM. This is Phoenix FM. We rounded off 2019 with a certified rock legend on the show, Mr. Ian Anderson of Jeffro Toll, joined us, and it was a pretty awesome way to round off the guest list for 2019, having had so many great guests over the year. Uh, but this year, we're opening up the guest list with an artist we've talked about before on the As Yet Untitled Rock Show, and a band that are uh, without doubt. One to watch in 2020. Great things this way cometh, I reckon. It's a new year, a new decade. And tonight we are featuring a relatively new band that I'm quite sure have all the ingredients to uh, cook up something spectacular this year. In a minute, we'll hear from Shauna Toehill, a singer-songwriter from Ireland who uh, writes, performs and wows everywhere she plays with Ruse. Uh, They're a three-part rock band with uh, more riffs, then you can shake a stick at, guaranteed. I uh, spoke to Shorter just before Christmas in the middle of their tour, supporting their glam rock heroes, the darkness. Uh, so we're here from Shorter Toehill of Ruse in just a minute. But first, this track is from their debut album, Pyro, and this is Shine.
So I'm joined on the phone by Shauna Toehill from Ruse. Hello, Shauna, how are you? Not too bad, how are you, Stuart? I'm very well, very well. Thanks for uh, taking the time to chat to us. No problem. Now you're very busy at the moment, uh, living the rock star life. Oh, try and do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been good. You've been out supporting the darkness, how's it been? Yeah, it's been amazing. Um, it's just been fantastic to actually come to a show and for the entire audience to be there when we go on because um, that doesn't always happen as a support artist. Um, and the guys are lovely. We're having such a fantastic time. Um, yeah, so it's been amazing. Can't believe it's nearly the end. Oh, it flies by when you're having fun, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it does, yeah. It feels like we've just started, but it also feels like we've been here for years, you know? Yeah, I just imagine the uh, the Darkness fans are uh, definitely your type of people, similar sort of heavy riff-based stuff. Are they, are they all, you're going down a storm, just like you were when I saw you? I, I feel like we are, yeah. Like I, I'd like to hope we are. It, it seems like you know people aren't leaving when we play, so that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I think people are enjoying it. We're getting a lot of really good feedback on the socials, and people coming to talk to us afterwards. So yeah, it feels it feels like um, you know the fan base is quite a similar fan base. Which yeah, is fantastic. I've found a new thing. We'll uh, mm-hmm. we'll get on to the proper questions in a minute, but I've got to ask you this while I've got you on the phone. Have you ever had a chance yet to uh, to play, have a go on Frankie's Cowbell? No, I would love to. Oh, yeah, you've got to have <laughs> a go. Be, yeah, I know, I should ask him, actually. The next time I see him, I'm going to say, Frankie, give us a go on your cowbell. <laughs> yeah, I'd, uh, maybe maybe rephrase it, it does sound a little bit dodgy. Yeah, I know. Actually. Um, <laughs> I know, yeah, maybe that might not be the best way to phrase it. <laughs> oh, dear. But if you're going to learn to play cowbell, I mean, he's the master, right? Oh, definitely. He's got, you know, he commands the crowd. <laughs> for sure. It's quite something to behold, it really is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Shauna, I read that uh, that Ruse is your, your musical alter ego, born out of a musical retreat. It sounds yeah. very epic. Talk us through the, the beginning cool. of that. Um, so I suppose we sort of started in, um, I moved to a residency in Siren Sector, um, and there I sort of created, I was writing a lot of new material and came up with the concept of kind of trying to put more of a rock band together. Um, and I'd recorded a four track EP, uh, in Belfast, actually. Um, I just flew home for it, then moved to London, met, um, an amazing drummer, um, for, who joined the band for four years. Um, and then it's just kind of evolved into a three-piece over the last uh, year, I suppose. Mm, yeah. Um, and yeah, I just yeah, I just I kind of just had the vision there basically. And I suppose yeah, it just it just has been a bit of a revolving cast in regards to who's been in the band over the last couple of years. But it's been a really fun journey, and everybody's amazing. Yeah, I suppose everyone brings yeah. their own bit to it, and it evolves yeah, the sound it. of the band. Totally, yeah. I feel very lucky with the current lineup because they're awesome, really lovely musicians and really lovely people as well. Yeah. Oh, you look like having so much fun on stage. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of goal I think with Ruse is just to, you know, I, I don't like. I think life can be too serious sometimes anyway. So it's just important to get out there and have as much fun as possible, and that everybody, like, encourage everybody to just let go of anything that's kind of holding them back from being able to you know, enjoy themselves and, you know, have a good time, basically. Let your hair down, literally. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so have you always wanted to be a, a rock star, a rocker? Is that, has that always been your sound? Or have you ever experimented doing different types of music? Um, I've always kind of explored, actually, and even now I still write. So 
songs that aren't necessarily um, rock songs that I probably won't use in Ruse. Um, but I kind of always, I just love songwriting. Um, I love a really good song and something that people can kind of connect with. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would love to write for TV and film and things as well at some point. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, yeah. So that would be something that would be a bit of a dream come true if I was able to do something like that eventually. Oh, that'd be cool. Biffy Clyro yeah. did that recently, didn't they? The rock band. Yes, for they did actually. Films. That's right. Yeah. And Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor, he's done, he did the score for Social. Oh gosh. Can't remember what the movie's called now. Um, it was the Facebook movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, yeah. Do you know? He did that. And also, um, John, uh, Johnny from, uh, from Corn. Oh, yeah. Here, he did a soundtrack for a movie as well. Oh, there we so go. There's, yeah, there's loads of really awesome rock musicians. It's about <laughs> time you like did, did it for the girls then. Sorry? It's about time you did it for the girls then. Let's exactly, exactly. Have a go. <laughs> Be awesome. <laughs> I'd love that. I'll let you know. <laughs> I've, uh, I've been absolutely loving your, your debut album, Pyro, since I, uh, since I discover it. Um, Thank you. Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, some of the some of the tracks like uh, "Issue in the Dark" and "Shine," in particular, I feel were a bit um, almost uh, like Royal Blood esque, sort of yes. like pounding drums and gut busting riffs. Uh, do um, right. Well, tell us about those about those tracks. How, how did they sort of come about? So I guess um, uh, like the "Issue in the Dark" came about when I was actually walking home from work one day. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous, but as I was walking. I sort of had this um, guitar riff running through my head, and my this, my steps became the kind of kick drum. Oh, cool! Um, so I just as I was walking home, I just had this in my head, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I I love this! It's going to be amazing!" <laughs> so as soon as I got home, I just like programmed in the kind of like footstep beat, and then played the guitar part over it, and then had the little melody I had in my head to sing oh, along wow. with it. And it literally um, came out of like just a walk home. Yeah crazy oh, and then the the chorus just kind of like it just came as i was writing the rest of the stuff so it's kind of i feel like the song was in the ether and i was listening in <laughs> to it somehow and um yeah so just kind of that one came around um quite easily from that walk i just felt very inspired and um awesome with uh shine um i was kind of i had that riff sort of i was playing about a soundtrack um one day and I was kind of just messing about, about with that riff and uh, took it to Colette, who was in the band at the time, and she sort of came up with that drum beat and to play along with the track, the kind of um, riff. Yeah. And it kind of just was born out of that, really. Um, Old school yeah. style jam. Yeah, so that was kind of one of the, yeah, w- one of the few tracks on Tyro that was actually written in that way. So oh, no. it's a bit of an eclectic mix <laughs> on there. Yeah, so is that is that generally how you kind of come up? Do you, do you, do you jam in like the the main way, or do you, do you sort of come into a studio with I've got this idea, I've done this at home? Um, yeah, well, usually I um, it is usually kind of more the way that Machine in the Dark came together, um, where I have a kind of like melody in my head, and um, or I'm, I'm playing guitar and I sort of create the demo as as fully as I can, including the kind of drum beats that I think I can hear. Yeah. Um, and then I'll bring it into um, the band or whoever's going to be playing with me and um, kind of, you know, encourage them to sort of bring their own flavour into it. Um, and then, yeah, we go into the studio and put it all down. And that's how the magic 
That's how it happens. Together. Yeah. Just, I'm amazed at the fact that you get these riffs in your head that just appear out of nowhere. Is there like a, some yeah. little, <laughs> little person in there playing a guitar all the time? Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm constantly coming out. Like, there's constantly new songs coming. So it's, it's pretty, pretty awesome. It's really nice. People have that, yeah. Yeah, what a soundtrack that must be. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Sometimes the songs aren't great, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I can't get this one to stop. But some of them are quite comical. We had a bit of a jam in the back of uh, the tour bus the other day between Ellie and Scott and I, yeah. And it'll be something that'll never see the light of day <laughs> between us three. It's just uh, hilarious. <laughs> Maybe put it in the film. Maybe, but some of the lyrical content I'm not sure will be, uh, <laughs> will be, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know whether that'll ever make it. Of course we're good, though. <laughs> Sound, just, yeah, maybe not, maybe not the, uh, the next single. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs>
That's Ruse. Miss you in the dark. How good is that? Love it. Uh, as you just heard in the interview there, that just popped into a head on a walk home from work. Uh, just awesome. Moral of the story is, walk home from work. Often. <laughs> now, before we rejoin the chat with Shauna Towhill from Ruse, we're going to hear another track from the album Pyro that I think showcases a different element to their work. And then we'll talk to Shona about that. Uh, but featuring what is probably one of the coolest guitar riffs I've heard this year. Uh, again, is Ruse. This is We Explode. Desire. It's higher. A fire. Touch up on my skin. Desire. Wanna let you in. It's higher. Sticks that I can win. A fire. I can't help but wanna put it out. I can read the signs. It's hurting, open up your eyes Averting, where is the green light? I let you in, I let you in Obviously, I saw you before we live at South and Cliff Pavilion. Absolutely loved it. Amazing set. Um, Thank you. I'd say you've got a bit of a, uh, almost like a secret weapon, really, with a couple of tracks on your uh, on, on pyro, like Shake Shake and We Explode. It's almost like a different 
style of music. I've not really heard it before, like a sort of rock dance. Um, yeah. Is, yeah. That a, is that a plan? Like you mentioned earlier about feeling good. Is that like the idea to... I suppose, like, I, I sort of wrote them... You know, it's interesting because Shake Shake was actually quite a sad song to begin with because I had actually written that on piano. Oh, right. And, um, and it was one of the first ones I had actually written for Ruth. But um, I, I, went into, I went into work with a guy called Rocky O'Reilly, um, who's a, an amazing record producer in Belfast. Yeah. And we sort of just explored a few of the, a few more Rocky ideas. And he sort of encouraged me to put that one on the bass and make it more, you know, high energy. Because I was, I was kind of like, yeah. you know, not really sure whether I should keep it as a kind of more you know, somber track or whether I should keep it more high energy. So when we when we kind of like messed around with a few ideas, I was really keen on the kind of more up tempo, dancey vibe. Yeah. Because I thought it might be, you know, it's nice to have that juxtaposition where you've got something that people can sort of let their hair down and dance to. But if they listen into the lyrics, sometimes you know, it's more about like you know, kind of falling into things that you shouldn't be doing um, and, like, maybe just, you know, I don't know, just going through a hard time, basically. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes you're supposed to be in that position in order to learn for a future. Absolutely. Six, kind yeah. of thing, yeah. So, yeah, so I suppose the, a lot of the time I kind of just write songs because I want to write about things that are real, you know, like real situations and real stories and... Mm. you know, real experiences that people are going through. And actually, a lot of things are about tough times and tough experiences because I want to I encourage, you know, I don't know, comfort people through those times. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but I suppose when it comes to actually producing the song, I want it to be, I kind of have the, I want the content to be the main thing, but um, I sort of just want people to connect with it. So I suppose I sort of, I don't know, maybe explore a few musical elements to see what's going to be connecting with people the most or that suits the song the most. Yeah, so you almost end up with a, a couple of versions of the same track if you, if you get the message Sometimes, you want to convey. Yeah, so Shake Shake was definitely a few versions. Uh, Mission Dark wasn't. Um, and Shine wasn't either. You know, there's like a few things that sort of, whatever way they sort of were burst. they've always been that way. Yeah. Whereas there's others that had a lot more potential in lots of different genres. So they just had to be chosen <laughs> as to which one was the best representative for the album. Yeah, so we look forward then in about 20 years' time when you do the old acoustic rework of all your songs to yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> enjoy a different style. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that'd be great.
So obviously those those two tracks, uh, Shake Shake and We Explode, I, I was there at the time and everything sort of uh, felt like the room lifted and everyone was jumping around. What's the what's it like to be up there front and centre playing your song when it reaches the big climax and everyone's just going crazy it's, for it? Yeah, it's amazing. It's, um, I think it's one of the most amazing feelings to see people actually singing along with something that you've written in your bedroom, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just like, um, it's pretty phenomenal actually. I think the most amazing thing is whenever people feel like, you know, there's been a few people that have come up after the set and said that they're, they went through a difficult time this year and that's exactly what they needed to hear. And that's like some of the most amazing, I don't know, feedback ever. Yeah. <laughs> that's the kind of goal, you know? So yeah, okay, it's hard to describe how it feels. Just like goosebumps in the back of your neck. Yeah, pretty really. awesome. <clears throat> yeah. Do you, uh, do you ever find yourself writing the song, writing the riff, coming out of it and going, yep, that's going to be the next one, they're going to love that? Yeah. <laughs> I do, actually. Um, I probably shouldn't, because it seems really big-headed, but um, I think, but the thing is, if you're playing music and you don't like it, then why would you well, yeah. Why would you want to share it with people? So, But there are sometimes, you know, you fall out of love with your songs as well, but I do feel like they're sort of my kids in some way. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really them all. Yeah. Well, I love your kids. They're great. Thank you very much. <laughs> so many of your uh, your um, songs are like real sort of earworms as well. They particularly get stuck in your head, you know. Like uh, mm-hmm. in particular, I'm thinking of your, your current single, Bird Song, uh, which has oh, been on you. my re- head in repeat for weeks and also on the show. Oh, thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> How do you uh, yeah. go about putting together such a catchy um, hook or chorus? Because clearly you've you've cracked the method with your, with your oh, songs. Thank you. Um, I think it's just. I don't know what it is really. I don't really know what the magic ingredient is apart from I've been writing songs for um, quite a few years, like since I, well, since I was a kid. I used to always make up little melodies. Yeah. Um, and I listen to a lot of kind of pop music as well as rock music. So I feel like that sort of um, inspires more of a catchy melody because I want people to sort of, yeah, you know, sing along. Get involved, yeah. So um, I don't know, I just... I suppose like nursery rhymes and things like that are actually good things to take inspiration from because they're really catchy when you're a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people get inspiration actually for more catchy melodies. But yeah, I don't know. I just kind of, I just come out with them and if they're catchy enough, then I'm like, ah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, that's, that's going to work. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know what the magical like key is really other than just trial and error for many years. Yeah. <laughs> And the walk home from work sometimes. Yeah, and water. Uh, yeah, and a walk home from work. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Phoenix ninety eight FM. You said you mentioned you've been writing songs since you were a little kid. Has it always been on electric guitar? Have you had other instruments as well? Um, actually, it's usually just been. Uh, well, I, when I was a kid, I just sang. Um, okay. And I didn't really have an electric guitar till I was about sixteen. So um, I actually just used a little acoustic guitar and played around on the piano. Yeah. So there would have been, and also bass was my first instrument, really. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so that's what I would have been playing on originally. So yeah, it's, it's just been a bit of a combination, really, just singing melodies. And my parents were musicians, so I sort of, I sort of would sing my songs to them. Yeah. Uh, was it like growing up with parents who were already doing it, and they uh, encouraging, or were they like, oh? <laughs> um, yeah, they were pretty encouraging actually, but they sort of didn't. They didn't want me to just do music because just because they were doing that kind of thing. And I also 
avoided doing music to begin with because I thought it was uncool because my parents were doing it. <laughs> you know? Oh, good, yeah. <laughs> you know? But then it just kind of uh, came to me when I was about 13. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to do this now. <laughs> yeah, this is actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm glad you took that decision. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so what's coming up in the new year for Ruse then? What we got? They've got a tour and all that, haven't we? Um, well, in the new year, there will be a couple of singles. Um, Fantastic. So for those. And there also will be uh, an album eventually. I can't tell you what date yet because we're still deciding. Um, and there will be a tour in March, so across the UK. So make sure to get your tickets for those, for those dates. Of course, of course, we'll yeah. be there. Where, 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 where do people go to find out more about Ruse and to get the tickets? Um, if you go on to the website, www.rusemusic.com, you will get all of the listings there. You can also get your tickets there as well. Um, and just any of our socials, the handle would be at Ruse Music. Ruse Music, nice and easy. Yeah, R-E-W-S, just in case people don't know how to sell Ruse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, it's, uh, yeah, sometimes it could be a tricky one. <laughs> Catch people out. Yes, that's it. So how's the new album coming along? What have we got to look forward to? Is it a similar sort of vibe to, to Pyro? Or are we taking a new direction? What's, what's it like? Um, it's a similar vibe in some respects, but um, I think it's a bit darker and a bit heavier and a bigger sound. So awesome. I think people have really, you know, yeah, I think I've, I think people should be looking forward to it, hopefully. So Birdsong's probably a good kind of um, anchor as to how it's going to sound. Okay, oh well, in which case I am on the edge of my seat. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> awesome. I can't wait to share it all. It's going to be great. Yeah, oh, I'm sure it will, I'm sure it will. Enjoy the tour. Look forward to seeing thank you there you. as well. Cheers, thank you very much. Love to talk to you. Love to talk to you too. Have a great day, Shona. Thank you, you too. Bye. Bye.
So that was Sean Toehill from Ruse. As you heard, there are a few new singles lined up already and a brand new album coming out this year. Uh, if the debut album, or debut, uh, the, the album Pyro's Infinite Go By and the, the current singles that are with an album, Birdsong, if they're Infinite Go By, then it'll be absolutely awesome new album i'll obviously be getting my ears and uh eyes peeled for those uh, those releases so stand by your speakers i'll keep you posted and uh prepare to get your socks blown off by whatever comes your way from them uh you can see ruse performing live this year on their uk tour in march uh dates and tickets are all available at ruse music r-e-w-s music dot com and if you do go then don't forget to tell them of course that i sent you with a personal guarantee of a damn good time phoenix 98f FM. Go to phoenixfm.com and listen to online guest interviews. Check the events for your area and listen to great radio online.